down in the valley where the girls get naked. If he's throwing bands and you know she gonna shake it. One, two, break them. Three, four, rake them. These niggas grind hard, but these bitches grind harder. Climbing up the pole just to get out the bottom. The crowd below, stay ready for the show. The pimps, the dough, don't let it take your soul. We make falling on the sky look easy. Look at my bitches, gangsta walking on the ceiling. Green on the floor, money talk, can you hear me? This world is so addicting. But dreams is expensive, keep sending. Hey, what's good, friends? I am your host, Original Chris, and I have today a guest host with me. Her name is Gardazli, but you all can call her Gar if that's okay. Yeah. All right, because you're going to hear me say Gar, and I want you to be like, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> but all right, this is someone I've been knowing for a long, long time. I'm not going to take up the floor too much. I'm going to let you introduce yourself to the people. Tell them whatever you want them to know. All right. Well, like you said, my name is Gardazli. Um, I guess a fun fact about me is my name is my parents' name put together. Um, recently graduated college. Um, I'm looking, you know, just having fun right now. Early 20s. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, but what are you looking for? You meant you looking for a relationship or are you looking for a job? I'm looking for a job. A J-O-B. i to get that money. Okay, <laughs> like Mercedes. Period. <laughs> All right, if anybody's listening, y'all hiring, let her know. She's looking for an HR position. Yes, please let me know. All right, though. So, we are going to talk about the show P Valley. You may have heard this show. You may have saw this show. It's a great show. But in general, if you have not finished the season or if you're just starting to watch it, just let you know we will be talking about the show from beginning to end and give our favorite parts our great takes. So this is a disclaimer that we may spoil it for you, but that does not mean you should not watch this episode. Yeah, keep watching. Keep watching this episode because this may put two and two together and make four for you. So make sure you stay tuned and keep continue watching and enjoy the rest of the show. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this. Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um, everybody black. Everybody black. They say this is a big Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shift, 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 shift. Yes, that's me. I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. I never took a straight path nowhere. Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises. I live, I learn. I'm from that city full of yellow cats and Hey, hey, hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. We are here to talk about P Valley. So, first, as we talk about P Valley, we want to keep it interesting and talk about our, our favorite, favorite parts. parts. Our favorite parts of the show that really stood out to us. So, Gar, I'm going to give you the floor. What was your favorite part? Honestly, my favorite part was basically the whole show. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing the the art of stripping it's beautiful um i love the the photo shoot scene with uh the coach's wife and mercedes like those photos oh my god i would have bought them i'm not gonna lie they're beautiful <laughs> they're beautiful <laughs> oh for sure i i would say too i agree the show left no break that's what me and Asia was talking about last episode on the uh, show. Nope. Mm. But I have this is this may be a longer episode because I love this show. I just started watching it this summer. But my favorite parts in general is one. I don't know if you call this a part, but my favorite character is Uncle Clifford. I got to start off with that yes. first. Uncle Clifford. I love his personality. He's always there for other people he's really selfless mm -hmm. instead of selfish mm -hmm. and i love his outfits just him in general and so, to be someone a gay male in the south 
that's is not that is not a lot. It's right. not a lot of you don't get much representation of that. Right. So I really enjoyed the factor of that. Now that's not a part, but if we're gonna talk parts, I love the aesthetics of the show. And that yes. and see, I can't choose a part. But I love in general the aesthetics of the show. It reminded me of the TV show Euphoria. Mm. How Euphoria is is really it thinks outside the box. Of course, they have lights, you know, every everything to make the show aesthetically pleasing. So does P-Valley. I noticed in uh, season one, the aesthetics weren't as heavy. But it just because aesthetics weren't as heavy, it could have been due budgeting reasons, stuff like right. that. And this did come out in 2020. It was a new show. It was a new show. But what was different about this show is that the characters were so relatable the scenes it just grasped you in and then as you watch season two the aesthetics are on point yeah that first episode of season two okay. yes the aesthetics are on point but outside of the aesthetics another thing was just the dancing of yeah. course the strippers <laughs> the exotic dancers however you want to call them but I really love, like, they gave their 110%. Them stunts are not easy, whether it's putting on the sh- for a show or just actually you going to the just strip club. But, yeah, like, they that was it. That was it. These are, like, more themes for right. me, but <laughs> this is, in general, my favorite takeaway from the TV show. Right. Is there anything else you had to add to your favorite part? I just like how Uncle Clifford really wore his heart on his sleeve. Mm. You know, like, he was just always loyal, made sure everybody was good, put himself before, wait, put others before him. Yeah. yeah. So it was just, I loved it, honestly. Yes, (laughs) I loved it too. So we're going to head and move into another portion of the show, and this is the Did Did You you Know? The Did You Know section where we teach you a thing or two or remind you of something that you may already know. All right. All right. So we're going to start with the basic information. Could you tell the people a bit of, like, just the genre, when it may be released, a little bit of information about P Valley? Um, the genre is drama. You know, drama in the show. You know, I love it. <laughs> um, the release date was July 12, 2020. It was created by Katori Hall. It also got a reward from the NAACP, the Image Award for Most Outstanding uh, Guest Performers, which, if you didn't know, Megan the Stallion was <laughs> on there. And, um, oh, Chakalisa is, it's not real. It's based on a play, um, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So diving right off of what you said, Gardazli, um, I think you may have mentioned Katori Hall as being the creator. And as Katori Hall, just a bit of information about her, because this is a wonderful woman who does many great things in the world of theater and arts. So Katori Hall has definitely won a few awards herself for the Pulitzer Award and then the Oliver Award for a playwright, and we also know that she's a creator for television and producer, executive producer. Mm -hmm. She hails from Memphis, Tennessee, and then she, of course, known for P-Valley, the creating that, but before P-Valley even came out on Stars, it resided from the play Pussy Valley. And Pussy Valley, once that came out, she was able to take it to stars and make it a real thing. So some other notable mentions that she does, like has for plays, is one that recently was going around town on a tour, but it was the Tina Turner musical. She's also known for her other playwrights, The Mountaintop, Hurt Village, and Our Lady of Kibo. She has many more plays, so make sure to check her out and tune in to Katori Hall. But for Katori Hall and the show P Valley, I know you mentioned that Chuck Lisa is is not real, but some of her inspiration for the show especially 
came from her experiences whenever she was going to strip clubs in Memphis, Tennessee, and seeing that the beauty in the art of stripping is not just women taking off their clothes, but seeing the theatrical experience. And that's where the theatrical experience comes from when you watch the show P-Valley or if you've seen the play. Alrighty though. Is there anything that you wanted to add on to that or is that everything covered? I think everything's covered. All right. All right. All right. All right. So let's go ahead and hit on with the quick, quick re-re-re-re-re-outline. And this quick re-re-remix outline, the reason why we got the re-re-re is actually from this show P-Valley. Because if you've seen it, you know Uncle Clifford. What's he say? He be saying the re 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 grand opening <laughs> on point <laughs> but as before we really hit into a little of our outline we got to talk about what we got on today um for me i got my uncle uncle clifford feng shui going on here when he's at his um Mirror, yeah, he's at his crib doing his makeup or taking off his makeup and debriefing for the day. And then we also got our sunglasses, our shades. This is just just giving an extra little touch. You could tell yours. Yours is what? You say autumn night earlier. Yeah. Then you say. Yeah, I'm going to say that my outfit is autumn night Um, at the beginning when she's just now getting off of that hurricane. She's looking a little crazy. Yeah, that's me. Autumn night on the run. Autumn night on the run. I am on the run. <laughs> Incognito. <laughs> All right, now. So we're talking about the outline. Before we get into our ratchet take to explain the show as you may never saw it. Now you have, but just explain the show. I want to talk about the notable cast, our top cast that um, we'll be talking about here. So who's the top cast? So the top cast is Nico Annan, which is Uncle Clifford. Shannon Thornton is Keyshawn, a.k.a. Miss Mississippi. Um, Jay Alfonso Nicholson is Little Murder. Um, Brandy Evans, which is played by Merced, no, which is Mercedes, my bad. Um, Alikra Johnson, which is Autumn Nights. Got you. And then just to say, Autumn Night goes by many names. Alikra Johnson. Latoya. So she Latoya got, something. <laughs> she had Latoya? Did yeah, it was like Latoya something. Some. I know she had Lakisa Savage. <laughs> Haley. Her, her real name is actually Haley Colton. And then she also yeah. went by the name Autumn Knight as her stripper name. And in reality, her daughter's name was Autumn, too. Okay. So basically, yeah. she's got a bunch of aliases. Yes. to say that. Yes. Because, <laughs> well, she was on the run, so she couldn't use her real name. You're right. You're right. Because he would easily find her, Montavious. Right. And Montavious, we're going to get more into that as well. But she was on the run from someone. And that dives into the outline, my little ratchet take <laughs> on what happened in season one. For me, season one, if I had to break that down for you, season one was about Autumn Night. It's just easier to call her Autumn because I'll remember that. Right. But anyway, Autumn Night on the run from a lot of trauma, leaving a lot of trauma behind her. Of course, um, in general, she lost her, her child because uh, she was on the run and her car sank into water. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, but her settling into a new town, trying to adjust to a new lifestyle, of course, meeting people who are different than she's usually Around. interacts with. Yeah. yeah. And also a lot of trials and tribulations with the pink. That's what I would say for season one. Is there anything that you wanted to add for season one that you think Honestly. may have happened? Season one was just really trying to get to know the characters, like yeah, of course. how they acted, how they responded to certain situations. Yeah. So it was really just like adjusting to all of the new cast. Cast, of and, course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, for season two, mm-hmm. I'll let you start off with that one. What do you? How would you explain season two to someone? Season two, um, well, it did happen with COVID and all of that. Oh, sure. So did. they had the the theme of the P Valley, um, being during COVID edition and mm-hmm. how they made their money. Um, also, Autumn Knight had saved the club. Uh, Uncle Clifford had, um, who was it? 
Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> he um increased his relationship with Little Murder, so I was really happy to see how they turned out. Uh, it was just a bunch of stuff going on. I really wish Keyshawn, aka uh, Miss Mississippi. Had left her relationship. Oh, well, save that, save that for the good, bad, and ugly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But just well, for your outline. Well, you know, she, she, was, she going was going through, through her it. Stuff yeah, yeah. Relationship, <laughs> trying to be a black, wrong, like strong woman. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Got you. For sure. For me, I kind of took away a theme of good versus evil, selfless versus selfish. Um, a lot playing into that, especially what you said. I think this was a come up season for everyone. We see Autumn come up from stripper to manager. She owns basically 85% of the club and leaving Uncle Clifford for a small portion. And we see them battle a lot. Again, saving the pink trials and tribulations with the pink again. And um, a little bit into side characters as well. You see Grandmother, she plays a lot of, she plays a big role in here, um, as well as Uncle Clifford. But that is the main takeaway of season one and season two here. So let's dive into my favorite portion of the episode, and that is the The good, the bad, and the ugly. Section where we talk about things that we want to highlight that was, of course, good, bad, and some things that were actually in the gray area. And that's what we call the ugly section. Things that weren't neither good or bad. They could be petty. However you want to define an ugly section. It's like mm-hmm. art. So let's go ahead and move into the good section. <laughs> Gar, did you want to go first or you want me? Uh, I can go first. All right. Let me see what you got to say. All right. So, <laughs> like we already said, the good was making stripping look like an art. The the beauty of it, not the negative uh, side of it, even though they tried to put that into the show, like with Mercedes' mom trying to say, like, you're selling your body and all of this, but she's doing it for a reason. As a hustle, trying to get money to get to where she wants to be in her life. Um, Uncle Clifford and his relationship as a black gay man, I love to see that, especially as basically a lead character. Um, like, honestly, yeah. that was like a lead role. Of course. Um, I loved it. Um, it really kind of put into perspective, like, just because somebody looks this type of way doesn't mean that their sexuality is what they look like. Because, mm-hmm. like, with Little Murder, he doesn't look like, a gay man. The stereotype. Right, of the a gay stereotype man. of a gay man. So that was really nice to see and just how they're both complete opposites, but they connected in such a in strong way. way. Yeah. So I like that. Um wait, not to cut you off, but that first point, just what? real quick, the first point that you hit on was about the beauty of um and I know we talked about this earlier as our favorite part, but the beauty of stripping and how they was able to make especially predominantly black strippers. Right. There's the only white stripper in there was uh Whisper and um the white girl in the beginning. The other yeah, I don't know her uh, name. Uh Digit. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, she ain't re- she didn't really turn too much to season two, but bringing yeah. the beauty of black female dancers uh it reminds me of Kaylani's song um I can't remember it but she brings basically the art of black women and I don't there might might have been men in there too but either mm-hmm. way sex workers because they don't get enough appreciation right and she had it in her music video nothing like too explosive but like they were just moving just being sexy in general but they don't get enough credit and I love that about this, that mm-hmm. it's a predominantly black show. The only time you see white people is the Cow Brothers and maybe uh, a strip, one stripper here. Digit, um, oh, it, old it, boy, ex-boyfriend. Yeah, uh, which I wouldn't even call him a boyfriend because well, he even put it down. The drug dealer. Yeah. Let's say that. Yeah. The drug dealer. Yeah, him. <laughs> but either way, uh, that's all I wanted to point out was uh, go ahead and continue, though. I know you had maybe another point or so. Uh, I just, I just love the the aspect of it, I, like the mm. theme, just the show in general. Honestly, it touched me very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I feel it. Uh, for me, I would say some of the good things. I like Autumn's first night. When she, that the first episode, oh. when she came to the club <laughs> after the bus, I had to rewatch the episode. I may have watched that first episode about five times because the first few times I would start the show and then walk out the room and come back <laughs> or I was on the phone or it just right. felt like it started right in the middle. And I missed a part of the trauma. Everything didn't make sense until I rewatched the show after finishing the whole season. Mm-hmm. But I like her first night because it felt like you was there. Yeah. It, you could feel her anxiety, her embarrassment. Remember, she yeah. tried to pay to get into the pink. Yeah, and they charge more for women, women. than the men. They charge $30 for women and then 20 for men. But, it's, I mean, it makes sense in a way because women may not spend as much money as men would. Right. Not all, not necessarily, but just in general, it's, maybe that's from experience yeah, it's for like the pain. A, a men's stripper club. It's yeah. Like a men's stripper club, so. And they get less women that come in. Right. But in general, uh, I really love that first episode where she stepped into that paint and she gave it her all. Everyone was mesmerized. You can just feel like either you're at the paint or you're Autumn and you're stepping on that stage with her. And that's what I love about Katori Hall is making you feel like you're one of the characters. You can see yourself in them. Right. And while I don't see myself maybe as a dancer, I have had many experiences where you just step on stage, whether you got to speak or do something, and you're right. just nervous and, like, embarrassed, and you got so much going on in your personal life. Right. That's what I love the most. Another good, too, was um, – we, we're skipping to season two right now, but Farrah <laughs> coming through for Mercedes. Oh, yeah. I – the experience, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit in the back, but in general, Farah, just to explain that, Farah is Coach's wife, and Coach is someone that Mercedes was, that was her personal client. Yeah, let's Her say personal client, client who came to the club, and then their relationship built after um, she's, Mercedes trying to get more money for right. her uh, business. Right. So Autumn told her, you know, you need to find an investor. And so she decided to go with Coach, partner with him. He has a wife and have some type of open situation where he gets to do whatever he wants and she does not exactly. And we're going to talk more than that in the bad and ugly. But in general, uh, Farah, basically everything, everything that seems good comes to it. And it's sometimes too good to be true, to be getting – stacks on stacks of money just to have sex and uh, just dance or yeah. sometimes just dance and it was like too good to be true you could feel it was going to come to an end somehow some way but Farrah was mesmerized with Mercedes she loves women just as she loves men but mm-hmm. women more right and um <laughs> their relationship ended because Farrah and Mercedes had a connection and coach did not like that especially that Farrah was able to please Mercedes, Mercedes even better, better than uh, than himself, <laughs> but their relationship came to end. Mercedes knew it would come to an end if she was giving Farah the Mercedes experience by herself. And, right. But um, I like their dynamic though, in a sense, where not just because I'm gay, but I like their dynamic in a sense. I just had to give a quick disclaimer <laughs> because Mercedes was able to inspire Farah. With the photo. With her photography. Because yeah. remember, she was just, she did it, but she thought it was silly. Like, her husband kept telling her, like, oh, yeah, she just does that silly thing. Like, right, it was like her a, side like hustle. Yeah, it's a little hobby. It's nothing. And when Mercedes came, she's like, your art is very beautiful. Right. It's very beautiful. And it it it, <laughs> it really, it, it deserves a lot of attention. And that really inspired her, not only just seeing Mercedes give that Mercedes experience and give her that art she needed to get that boost, but mm-hmm. Farah, she has that exhibit after everything went down. And not only Mercedes gave something that ignited Farah, but Farah gave, ignited Mercedes in a sense, not right. sexually, but just letting her know the beauty in what you actually do. Because you were always looking to pound down on 
stripping like from her mom saying yes you know, all the time like like you're, you're a hoe. You're already gonna think that all like just negative about yourself. Like, dang. You're a hoe. You're <laughs> a hoe. Really what I am? Give me money, cause you're a hoe. Right. You know what I'm saying? But in the end, you see her appreciate. Like, she has the photo that mm-hmm. um, Farrah sold, and she has the copy of it. And she's like, "This is art." She even has the neon sign. This is art. Literally. And told her mom, "Like, this is art." But I really love that. Um, Which that scene is what also made viewers look at it as, as a art as well as an art form. It yeah. really if you it, like if you didn't catch on it on art from season one episode one, you was gonna get it from that scene. You were gonna get it from season two, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a quick other some other good takeaways. I thought, of course, I already mentioned Uncle Clifford, so I'm not gonna dive too further on that. The rules. But his rules, of course. <laughs> I love his rules. And we made our content on his rules, too. Uh, another one was the come up. I enjoy seeing the come up, especially in season two. Yeah. Whether it was Little Murder going from creating, what they say, slaw. Yeah, his, slaw. his music was not great. Uh, Mercedes, he paid for Mercedes to dance to his music. And she said, nah, no, cut that shit off. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And him just developing, keep going, pushing pushing through, giving Uncle Clifford, like, his songs just to listen to. And then finally one day when he least expected, that's when most of your opportunities come to you is when you least expect it. But while he's sitting outside of the club, they're playing his song. And, and he's like, he was dancing. That's yeah. how she came into it. And they, he was like, that's my song. That's my song. And then he came out with his uh, Mississippi Pride. Yeah. And, of course, from there they went on tour. Then he's working with Megan. Definitely good come up. Another come up I had to say was, I had to say Pastor Mayor Bishop. She had a come up for sure. Now, now, we're going, now, some of the stuff I'm ahead of my bad and ugly list, but she did have a come up. She She, had a come up, but she was grimy with it. She was grimy, but you got to think, she still had a come up. She blackmailed. Her come up, no, I'm not saying her come up was good. I'm saying, well, I'm saying her come up was good. Okay. But I'm saying in general how she got to the ladder of success was not good. Right. But in general, I like that she came up. You known her for first. She personally was just like the music director or so right. at that church. She wanted to be a pastor or and at least preach to the church. Not take his position, but at least preach to the church. And he led her on to think that she was going to do it. Yep. But eventually, she got her own church. Now, that was not good, but how she got it. But either way, she got her own church. <laughs> um, she was in jail. Yeah. And she basically, I feel like she was still so motivated to pursue her dreams that even though she was in church, I mean, in jail, she was able to become a successful pastor. And then, not only that, she became mayor of fucking Lisa. How can, like, that? that's a come up. And she has the worst background out of everybody on, like, that was a mayor. Oh, like, why would I even want a mayor like but that? But it's because she kept it 100. She was like, I, I hold so you could fly. In general. Chuckalisa. I suck dick so you could, so you could walk. <laughs> that was just her motto. But I thought it was a cool come up. Now, I'm not going to say how she did it was, like, good no, it was of course was it was grimy but it was a way of i want it i got it <laughs> that's so terrible <laughs> you know what what goes around comes around oh Karma for sure will always come back to bite you in the ass oh okay? for sure well that's how she ended in jail so uh but my other come up i had to mention was Keyshawn, of yeah. course uh going from stripper to still stripper, but to be worldwide known stripper yeah. who's selling eyelash. She's became an influencer too. Right, she had like wig, like wig wigs, stuff. all that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I'm like, yeah, the come up was real for these folks here. Um, also, Autumn, stripper to boss. Yeah, stripper to manager. Yeah. Um, I like the COVID edition car wash. It was called Pussyland. In the end, yeah, it was okay. called Pussy Glen. Uh, and the end where Mercedes gave the experience, yeah, on the, the pole, she was experience. like, Yes, 
Now, that was something. Oh, I yeah. would love to go to that car wash. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm sure that was like their annual little car wash, but that it was very creative in a way to make money right. while also in a pandemic because nobody wants to go out. Literally. So that was something. What else do I have here? I like how Mayor Bishop was keeping it 100. I already mentioned her come up here, but her keeping it 100 had me rolling as we was watching her run for election. And they were, no, like, going right? after her. But she was just like, you know what? You right. I was a hoe. I sucked a lot of dicks, <laughs> but it's okay. And I'm still going to be mayor. It was her at the parade. And then her at the parade. the stripper pole on the float. Stripping, stripping, and trying to say, Rub, vote me for mayor on Chuckalisa. Like, what? What? Yeah, that part that had my jaw dropped to the floor because, first off, one, Pastor Woodbine, or no, Mayor Woodbine, let me yeah. excuse me, Mayor Woodbine. She'll come back and slap you for that. One. Actually, shouldn't even want to be Mayor Woodbine. Mayor Bishop. Mayor, Mayor Bishop. Bishop Mayor Bishop is thick. She's a thick old lady. Two, I hate that one. It's funny how, uh, I forget the word, but it's funny how she talks so much shit about Mercedes and her stripping, and then she ends up stripping. And she needed a few tips. Mercedes could have helped her out a bit, but with their dynamic. Mercedes did help her out. No, I meant on the stripper pole when she was dancing. Yeah. She needed, no, she did not help her out. That's why after she said, yeah, I mean, like, you could have came to me for a few tips. Mm. But either way, uh, uh, Mayor Bishop, keeping it 100, even though, like, you would find it embarrassing, but she owned her stuff. I I really like her owning her shit. And owning that fight that she fought with her daughter, because that, that went viral, too. Yeah. <laughs> did, she, did she talk about how she took money from her daughter? I think she did. She talked about how she took money from a lot of people. But what's funny is that in the, and I'm going to talk about this in our bad section, but you see a lot of resemblance, even though they're very, I wouldn't say very different, but Mercedes and her mom, they both love money. They have a strong lung for money and power. Right. So I'm going to talk about that power, though, in that bad but as my last final points for this good <laughs> section, I like that little murder at the season two that you mentioned, him coming out to oh, the yeah. Pink's family and friends, in a sense. Yeah, that was a that was a nice scene. I love that one. Because, like, we've been waiting so long. Like, it, the question was, is little murder really going to come out to, like, you know, to the crowd? Because I feel like it would have been maybe easier if he was already out before for his rise to fame, but I also see how that could have deterred him from even right. getting to fame. Right. So it's like, should I wait till I get famous? Or, like, once I'm famous, I'll come out? Because at that point, you already making bread. It's right. like Little Nas X. Like, he didn't, he was already out, but people really didn't know until after his song blew up. Right. And then from there, all hell broke loose. But as Lil Murder, he's a gangster rapper he's very thuggish he's not your stereotype of a black male who's gay but i really like him coming out and i'm glad he was able to do that i know it was a lot for uncle clifford to keep going back and forth or do stuff undercover right, he kept saying like i don't want to be hiding in the he don't want to hide no more because everybody know what i'm on but nobody knows about you and i'm not trying to go through that again you know yeah and he doesn't want to go on tour, and the only thing he's thinking about is Uncle Clifford. Right. Right. But all together, I like how Grandmother stays alive. She sticks it through. She's a strong woman. And that is all I had to say for the good. So let's go ahead and hop into this bad section. The bad (sighs) section. I'm going to let you go ahead and start that off because I had a mouthful for that good. (laughs) well that bad section was mercedes and her mama bishop mayor woodbine whatever um them fighting um honestly i i'm with mercedes on it 
Now, I would never lay my hands on my mama or nothing, but her mama really tested her, pushed her buttons to the to the limits. Like, you done stole from me. Right. Like, I got my own place trying to get this dance school together, and then you, you took that away from me for your for your um your desire, like right. what you want. Like, what? You're not about to do that. I thought you just wanted me to come up in life, but you put in yourself before me. Right. And then you talk so much about me being a hoe and me selling my body when I get off work. And you take half of what I just got. Like, yeah. I don't like that. So, honestly, yeah. I, I can see why she, she fought her. Because you pushed me to my limits, for real. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that, I was like, I would fight my mama, too, at that point. Like, I would never put my hands, I wouldn't try to put my hands on anybody unless it's a situation where I feel like I have to. But, like, your mama or, like, parents in general is, like, someone you at least want to put your hands on. Right. But at that point, you ain't even my mama no more. Right. You've already you tried to. Right. She was already trying to pimp me out since I was a kid. And then not only that, she's always talked down upon me, but always wanted my money. Right. She always wanted my money to help a church that, um, and it changed her mind, didn't even let her know. And. That was crazy. Is like, okay, Mercedes, why would you? You already know that you had a rough experience with your mom. Why did you store it at the bank or something? Like that is twenty thousand dollars, and but they want the money so they can get the down payment for, right, for something. The building, right. So yeah. So in general, okay, I understand you wanted to give this money because they was gonna give it right back to you mm-hmm. once they had everything situated. But at the same time, you can't, like, she didn't know until it happened where her mom took that money, said, forget this church. I'm <laughs> building my own church because I, I really want to preach. And she did that, and it was really messed up. And I could see why I would fight my mom too. $20,000. Yo. You just stole from In me? cash. And that's what I was talking about with power because they both are so involved in, Power. They love the sense of power. Where my other point is, Mercedes is very territorial. She likes to be the top bitch in charge, right? Like the head bitch at the club. So whenever she sees any any other stripper come up, she's pissed. Right. Even though she, this is supposed to be her last dance, or she's supposed to already be gone, <laughs> she's still pissed about like other other strippers. She's territorial. She wants to be empowered, just as her mom. Is more subtle in the fact, but her mom wants to be on top. She wants to be a preacher, and not, and that couldn't that didn't stop her. She wants to be mayor, right? But it's also because she didn't want the casino at first. But once she got mayor, she was it, on board. it was all it's okay now, right? She got what she wanted. But she spoke for the people. The people didn't want the uh, casino, so casino. Right. And <laughs> we're moving forward. All I got to say, her stealing from her daughter is not the godly thing to do. It is not, but no, neither is her past. And maybe I feel like she treated Mercedes in a way because her past is horrible. But that does not mean that you should treat your own daughters in a way. And I like how Mercedes, I forgot to say anything good, but I like how Mercedes tries to change that uh that uh, generation curse. Yeah, honestly. the generation curse. And not pass on her all the trauma that she went through. Because her daughter is balling out, of course. And her daughter ends up pregnant. Mm-hmm. And at first, instead of even considering what she wants to do or anything like that, she wants to give her options. But she also was like, no, nah, we need to hurry up. Because you, you right. already showing. Right. But she was like, instead of before even giving her options, she was just like, get in the car. We're going to go take you straight to abortion. Right. And then from there, she's. Finding better it. ways to like, be a better well, mother. My mama didn't give me an option, so why would I want to go down that road again? So she right. gave her that option. So yeah, and then we see them build a, a better connection. The only reason why, because um, I believe that's her sister that's taking care of her. Is it her sister or someone that's? I think she. Um, that is her. Isn't that her older sister? No, I really think that was the wife of a the man that. Like the wife's husband mm. that Mercedes that she was messing, messing with, with um, had the daughter. Okay, so that's well, why she doesn't really like Mercedes as much. Cause I'm raising your child and you cheated. Yeah, you was the mistress. Like, you know? Yeah, and then also, but her being the guardian 
of Terika, and Terika is Mercedes' daughter. Mm-hmm. But her being the guardian and being an alcoholic at this point, she's going through a whole bunch of stuff. I don't even know what even triggered it. Triggered it, honestly. But maybe she was already an alcoholic, and then we just got finally the point of view across. I and that. now that, especially as Pastor mayor bishop is coming (laughs) up you see a lot more interaction with mercedes and her daughter right but either way um that is just something to note i didn't i didn't like her also being alcoholic it's just like dang i really wanted mercedes to be with her daughter and it was taken away from her in a sense and every time she's trying to be with her daughter her mom looks down on her pastor bishop was like no you don't she needs to be with that woman she don't even know that she's an alcoholic, but she still thinks she's better than her. Than her own daughter. Because she's a stripper. You know. Like what? But either way. Sounds very hypocritical to me. Very hypocritical. <laughs> That's what she got on the parade. Hypocritical. That's mm. the word I was looking for. Go. Oh. <laughs> but I didn't like to Autumn selling the club at, uh, at the end. or nah. On whole season two, not even at the end. I didn't care for that because... At first, it was like, okay, if they make 10 mil, but not everything's worth a price. Right. Even though the pinks kind of run down a bit, and they did upgrade some stuff, it's a family. It is a home for many people that don't have anywhere to go, especially Uncle Clifford. Imagine him, as we talked about, gay man. He's very out there. He's he's himself, and that's great, but a lot of people may not want to hire him or uh, want to you know they may want to change his style you know what i'm saying like change his style and where he felt comfortable with was his own business the paint so i really did not care for that like even i was like oh well maybe she sold 10 million maybe that could work and he'd just be paid for the rest of his life but he still wants a hobby he wants he wants something to go to you know what i'm saying you gotta have something you get up for every day right but yeah i didn't really care for that and I would say Keyshawn's manager. Remember the light-skinned dude? Oh, yeah, the one that tried to rape her. Yeah, mm-hmm. but in general, you already knew that he already had, had his eye on her like she was a piece of snack. Like, we know right. she looks like a black Barbie doll. Right. But he was, like, not even interested in Lil Murder, which Wo- Woody, is it Woody or Wo- Woody? I think Woody. 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 Either way, Woody <laughs> was trying to, you know, of course, he's his little murder's manager. And he's trying to put him on. But the manager wasn't ain't in, wasn't even interested in him. He was interested in the stripper. But then again, little murder's manager, he wasn't all that anyway. But I think what makes it dope about it is that he's family. And yeah, that based yeah. in a sense that he wants what's best for little murder and not after the money. But they should have went back to the um the the DJ. Remember you saw DJ Never boy? Scared? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because well, he went to Atlanta. He still worked with him. Remember, oh, Woody yeah. told him to, because Lil Murder wasn't interested at first. He he wants to be, he wants to have the whole song. You know what I'm saying? He didn't want to feature. Radio. And Woody was like, yo, you need to connect with this deal. And then he finally did. And yeah. that's how he, of course, blew up with Megan Thee Stallion. But in general, didn't care for the manager. And that's just a show that, like, even though you're small, or even you know you're just starting out and nobody knows you, you can still make away for someone mm-hmm. especially if you passionate about someone and really close and trust someone because right. in general i'd rather have that and someone willing to go 100 miles for me than someone who does not give a rat's ass right. in general Literally. and that's what Woldy did he like had real love for him and even though he already knew he was gay but he didn't also look at him any other way either right so that was what's up about that situation. I had I have to talk about this. It's real. It's more serious on this matter. But yeah. Big T, that part, it was it was quite sad in general because he had a hard time adjusting to the life, the outside of prison, like outside of it, and also with the person that he loves the most is with another man. He loves. He has love for someone else. Yeah. So that that was that was terrible. Yeah, but and then also his mental health, like it was out the roof. Not only was of course he was adjust had a hard time adjusting talking to normal people, but um, remember when he stepped in his old childhood house, everything like Just he was picturing back. everything, yeah, differently. 
and he knew that he there was no much else from there but that last day for him that was a joy ride into infinity and beyond yeah. him getting the, his favorite car him having his great last meal him spending time with the person he loves the most even though he knows he likes him but he's in love with someone else right and i think he's okay with that in a sense it's not like he was upset and like oh fuck you none of that none of that right but as in general he's still in his life in some type of way he knew yeah he knew he got him through dark times so, I don't know. That, that but scene was very disturbing and it triggering. It was. I, I don't know. It was dark. It was sad. It uh. was deep. It was dark and deep, and I had to reflect for a while after Ooh. that episode ended. Because that's how the episode ended. It was just after that. that. Yeah, then well, he came back to um, the Clifford's house. Wasn't that the like, start of the next help. episode? I don't know. It might have been. I, I think know. it was the start of the next remember. episode. Either way. Uh, no, he might have showed up at the end. Yeah, at the end, he, he showed up at Uncle Clover. He's like, I need help. Yeah. But he didn't say what, though. And he still hasn't told Uncle Clifford what it no, was. No, yet. no, 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 no. He did at the end. I don't, I don't know if he got into the specifics, but he did tell him that he lost his friend. He didn't oh, say who yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He Remember did, at he the didn't club? Get into detail with it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, after yeah, yeah. the big scrap of his next kind of murder night. Right, 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 right. Okay. But, anyways, um, in general, that was very traumatic. Um, very deep. Uh, I, I like that it was added in there because the show is built on a lot of reali- realism, but it was very sad. Like... Uh, but that is a good turning point. This was a big turning point for Lil Murder because we see them all happy and like vivacious in season one and in a right. sense. But after this happens, after he loses one of his closest friends and former lover. It's a big turner point into what he does as in, like, bad things, like killing someone just because they oh, made yeah. a mockery yeah. on, on on his death. I know because that was former, not former, but, like, gang rival. And then um, just just in a sense, but he does have good things that still happen in the sense where he's with uh, Uncle Clifford and he comes out. But it's probably a lot coming for him next season because right. that gang is on his tail and they have a strong sense that he killed old dude. Well, I think he even, he said it in this rap. Did he not say it? When he was, uh, did uh, the acapella? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he probably I know he's talking about Seven it. Pounds of Pressure and that was the song. But I can't remember, but I know he, he Yeah, in a sense where like he was it. talking about murdering, but that's also, you know, his name. But they, they already know. Did you notice they changed uh, his chain from Little Murder to Big Murder? <laughs> I didn't see, I that. see that. You peeped that, yeah, though? Yeah, it's that Big Murder. That is <laughs> Not funny. Little Murder. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, they changed that. <laughs> yeah. That is all I have for the ugly section. Did you have anything? Uh, Keyshawn's relationship miss mississippi that is ugly that domestic violence yeah especially like how she was trying to get out of the relationship oh for sure just too late like yeah uh he started hitting on the kids like at this point you're you're dead like i'm gonna have to kill you because now you're hitting on my kids oh yeah you can hit me all you want but don't hit on my my kids your children yeah but you know the hospital had called child services at the end you know she she was just so mad to where they thought she was the um the abuser. The abuser. And, and it's cause she didn't say anything. Like they the doctor saw but she didn't say anything. Yeah. And she, it's cause she wanted to get out safely and she thought of this, you know, way to get out. Actually I don't even think she thought that Autumn didn't come to talk to her right at that moment beforehand. But yeah, she was trying to get I out as safely as she, safely was she can. To get out. She just No she didn't was have opportunity. I don't know. Autumn like came after that point. Autumn came after that point. Remember, she showed oh, up to yeah. her house. She met in the market. Right. And then they came up. And they had, the like, the whole night planned out, like, Mercedes last dance and all of that. That's how she was supposed to get away. I would have been left, honestly. I would have went bye-bye, for sure. Yeah. Like, or he would have been dead. And I... <laughs> Which, I would say, has to bring us to the ugly section, because um, I f- remember that scene. It's the murder night, season one last episode where a lot of drama happened i think it's so it's a symbolism little murder like murder night 
the symbolism of fate of someone getting murdered that night. <laughs> For real. And it it was between we saw two two big fights that broke out. One with Keyshawn, starting with that one. Keyshawn's and um husband, Derek. Mm-hmm. And then we also have Diamond. And Diamond's oh, yeah. yeah, Diamond's fine ass. He looked oh, like Oh, he fine He looked like uh Drake. <laughs> as soon as we saw I saw his head. And they do mention that in the show, Drake look alike. But he looks so different because there's uh the actor he plays in Tyler Perry, the haves and the have nots. Mm. So he like looks different, like in between. Yeah, yeah, because the have and have nots. He's like a little innocent child. Yeah, this he's like he's gangster. He's gangster like, diamond voodoo too, though. Because what was he doing? He just knows a lot about spirits. He knows a lot. He knows a lot. Like he's very knowledgeable into a lot of things. Whether and coming from the military, he knows um, many just chakras all kinds of i want to get more into him like kinds of things gets more into his background oh it's gonna have to because it ended with him but in general talking about the ugly section is where it came to that point um because we already know that autumn told Keyshawn where the gun is just in case she needed it with Derek's abusive ass Mm -hmm. especially he's white white but (laughs) i think in the sense though I kind of like that he's white. I don't. Because imagine also if it was a black man. I would be more hurt in general. But in in general, I'm hurt for Keyshawn. But um, in a way, Keyshawn, and you you see why they get together, though. Because it was almost like she stuck out like the ugly duckling. She didn't have many, and this is also part of my ugly, but she didn't have many... Um, true family and friends around her in her circle. Yeah. So it makes sense of why she got with Derek because Derek was the first one to treat her nice, and then she also has her stepmom. How they got together? Oh God. Uh, but anyways, her stepmom, um, who's the one that's very traditional thinking. Like if you got a man, even if he abuses you, you need to be with him. Very traditional thinking. Yeah, I kicked her out. So the house. yeah, <laughs> to stay with him and kicked her out because she's also pregnant. Right. But in general, let me go back to the main point. Keyshawn having to decide, and she grabs her gun and choose whether Derek or um, Diamond. Diamond, who's who's going to live through this, and who am I going to save? Because she knew Diamond, her and Diamond had this connection. They did, and I wish they, they was got almost, together. Well, they kind of did, but not no, really. No, I wanted them to be together. But... I feel like, one, it would never happen unless he was dead. Two, you can already see that Diamond was going to kill him. Yeah. He was going to straight up kill him. And she didn't want it to happen. In a sense, it's her baby's father. And in a sense, too, they still have a connection. And it's... You know how there's relationships, and sometimes it's just feel like it's hard to get out of. And I think that's in the sense where, where she could. I don't. That's in a sense where she had a hard time deciding, but she ultimately was like, "No, Diamond, don't kill him, and I'm saving him." Her goal in general was once she got the gun, she was gonna get him in that car, because mm-hmm. he was already roughhousing her from the beginning, as she was getting a lot of attention. Yeah, but. In general, yeah, that dynamic, him abusing her, and him getting the upper hand at the end. Yeah, like and still with the children. Dead. You should have been dead. And I'm still sorry. with the children. That's sad. Keyshawn really lost herself in this relationship. She doesn't even know like who she really is. She doesn't know like what she likes, her hobbies, what she dislikes, because she's too busy worried about Derek and her kids, basically. Um, love is blind, but in that type of situation, you gonna die. I'm sorry. Like, you hit my kids. I'm killing you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I do think she knows what she likes, but she's scared to bring it out because every time she likes something, she has to get it approved and get permission by Derek. Like, she loves the attention, especially in person. She did the virtual, you know, live sessions because that was what happened in COVID but in general she really missed that stage and she had to have sex with him to get permission 
Yeah. She likes being out. She likes doing, like, she can't even go out to go shopping unless he signs off on it. Yeah. In a sense, so that's, I, I'm happy to see this new dynamic of what's going to happen now and change since Keyshawn's in jail and how she's going to move forward from this because I think this gives her a new stepping ground because once she gets out of jail, and that's if she gets out of jail, I feel she's going to head in a new direction where she's not going to feel in this trap no more. I I don't know how she may do it, if she's going to get her kids and still run off or what she may do. Yeah, but she might do revenge. But revenge she, she was trying to, but that definitely failed as Diamond got uh, snatched. By, and that's what's crazy because you said they didn't get together, but in a sense they kissed. And the woman that was working or part oh, of the yeah, gang she's, she's, for Montavious, oh, yeah. the DJ, I didn't even know that was it, but that's so weird because she was asking about this ring. She kept asking a bit about it, and she kept staring at it. She was very territorial of him, and I bet if he would have never cheated and kissed Keyshawn, she would have still kept him. She would have still kept Diamond, but remember because she was on that bike, she saw them kiss, she swiped through those pictures, and then maybe deleted them or not. She And then after that, after he went to his car to go get Derek, he was gone. He snatched. Yeah. So that that comes into my ugly section, my gray section, because you see in the beginning of season two, Diamond is not here for Keyshawn. I wouldn't be either if you held a gun up to me and I'm trying to help you. But, yeah. Another thing was Autumn and Andre's relationship. How do you feel about that? I liked it. You did? Yeah. I hated it in a sense because <laughs> – it was a love-hate relationship that got on my nerves. It's like Autumn <laughs> would do Andre wrong. And to give sense, Andre was, I don't even know how to explain it. He was a realtor for the Cow Brothers at first. Yeah. And then he also tried to run for mayor. But he also has a wife. He's married. And they're both, honestly, cheating on each other. Yeah, they were cheating on each other, so it don't even matter at that point. But Autumn and Andre's relationship, like, I like it when the tension was there, but when it left, it just, mm. I think it's just because Autumn, we don't really know her like mm-hmm. we think we do. She has a lot of hidden agendas, that's for sure, but she also is a, a, a completely different person. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, who's to say, like, she's not intelligent? Because I feel like she's intelligent as shit. Oh, we she's just, very smart. We just don't know, but I think they're both so dominant and they know what they want, but somehow, like, with him being that realtor and then she's trying to own the pink, they mm-hmm. kind of clash in a way just because of that. But I like their like, relationship. I I couldn't. I, I didn't care for it. I'm, I'm going to see if she's going to keep these twins. Oh, they she's whisper? not coming back. This is That was her last episode when she ended. Oh. That was her last. And she posted that, like, she was happy to be a part of the um, P Valley, but the, the last, her last. Well, rodeo. she sucks. Cause that, that no, I don't like that. That mm-hmm. was left off a cliffhanger. I don't really like that one. Well, it it ended <laughs> in a sense though. If you think about, cause a lot of shows do a full circle in the runaround, mm-hmm. where she only came to, cause she didn't want to be there full time and Chuck Lisa. But if you think about it though, she came there. Um, just for a minute, and now that she won, didn't get nothing out the paint besides a good little come up. But she didn't get nothing out the paint because she wanted to sell it. Mm. Two, she didn't get nothing with Andre because he's not leaving his wife. Um, you can get that sense well, he's not I don't leaving know, because he moved. He's moving to Chuckalisa, and he didn't tell his wife that. But she also didn't want to get a divorce either. Well, they might because they already fucking other people. Well, he well his girl is gone, so we'll see on that relationship dynamic. But in general, that it came back in full circle as Autumn leaving again. I'm sure with a new name. Um, For sure. Pregnant, she lost a child, and then she gained a child. I think she's it, pregnant with twins, right? That's what um, Whisper has said. said. So, in a sense, you get the gist that she may be pregnant with twins. But it came back in full circle. Now she's in a new town, and the story kind of folded for her. I guess. But there's so much more to go on, and all she really did, she brought a lot of drama. 
But that comes to a good question of this episode. As we talked a bit of that ugly section, I have to add one more point, though. Mercedes and Autumn's relationship. It was up and down. It was rocky. It was up and down, for sure. I liked it. Um, I liked that relationship because Mercedes felt like she had all the girls on her her shoulder. Like, all the girls had her back. But when it came to her being in jail and trying to get bail, none of the other no. girls was able to help out. Like, they tried. Except for Autumn. But they didn't. They, they was like, they gave up. They tried, but they really didn't try. They kind of just said that they they did any. Okay, how do I explain? So they, I feel like they tried, but after they was like, oh, we need more than this, they gave up. Like, oh, yeah, I don't have but it. Some of them was also like, no, because what Mercedes even do some of this for us. Honestly, I don't think Mercedes would, so I see why. Because Mercedes ain't going to give up her money for another bitch's bail. Like, no. But I think, I think in a sense... I don't it think depends she would. who she with her daughter. That's for sure. Her daughter, but yeah. But for another, you don't see her, yeah, as attached <laughs> to anybody else in the show until Autumn not only got her out of jail, but also was able to help her not like give her money directly, but tell her how she's scamming and how she's getting up and getting money so Mercedes can get back on her feet. Yeah, and then they yeah. become like Bonnie and. Bonnie yeah, but Bonnie and Susie or something. Bonnie and Susie. Because they don't, you know, they're not together. But Bonnie and Very Susie, true. I'm making that up. But Bonnie <laughs> and Susie, where they're becoming good friends. They start to live with each other. They're like, I would say best friends at this point in starting yeah. season two. But what changed it up was Mercedes noticing that this guy just told you to go to the champagne room with is not here for pleasure. This is like the one you have been running away from. Right. This is danger. To Mercedes comes to save Autumn. And Autumn runs into that that fork in the road oh, yeah. where she's like either I go back and cuz at first she was going to go back. She was going to go back so, or am I gonna keep but running? she didn't have the gun. Oh, and yeah. then that's when that fork you just said where am I going to go back and give him the money or am I going to run? And that was something that's understandable. Like, that was real in a sense where it's... Or am I just going to knock him out? Where... Well, it happened. But in general, it, it makes a lot of sense where it's just like, I don't want to go back. I really don't. I'm scared. I don't want to go back. But right. I don't want to leave her. She just came here to save me. Yeah. Because I don't want to keep being on the run. And I don't want to keep being on the run. So I'm she went back. This. Everybody eventually came in. And then, of course, Montavious was gone. And that change their whole dynamic as Mercedes has to deal with a lot, especially seven pounds in her shoulder mm-hmm. from seven pounds pulling the trigger. But their whole dynamic change and nobody end up being friends with Autumn, especially when she tried to sell the club. Yeah, she was little, yeah. Sneaky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. I did like um in this all um roulette and whispers. Oh, you like them? Yes. I want to see more roulette because when she said, let's play our favorite game, Russian roulette. Oh, my heart was beating. That's where you got your name from because you crazy. Oh, yeah. This girl's crazy. Oh, yeah. I want to see more of them because that's a good duo for sure. Oh, they are. They are a good duo, but (laughs) they need to lay off a little bit of cocaine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But they got each other's back. That's all that matters. for sure. Like, I think that was like the the moment where they realize, like, okay, this girl got my back. I'm going to have her back always. Yeah. Well, now we talked about our good, our bad, and our ugly. I want to leave you all with a question of the day for this episode. And that was, was Haley or Autumn Knight, however you want to call it, Mm -hmm. a hero or a villain? There was a lot of good moments Haley brought to the club. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of bad moments. I... That's just the only thing. Was she a hero or a villain? When you think of herself and put yourself in her shoes, it's kind of hard to decide. Mm. At some points, <laughs> I think she's a hero. Like at the end, she's uh, season one, she's a hero because she saved the club. But then she's a villain. But then, was she just being selfish? Or was she still trying to be selfless and give the money out? Like if she was to get the money, would she gave it out? 
but that's just the question I had to leave. I had to leave that for you all. And a quick fact, did you know that, um, what's her name, Megan Thee Stallion actually tried to Be go for go for Mercedes, bro. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I was watching Carisha Please, oh. and she said she tried to go for that role, but she was not, this was her first time, like, really getting into acting. She didn't really know much about it. She said she was reading the uh, the lines just regular. <laughs> So I can't even see her being Mercedes, honestly. This is before she even got like truly as big as she is today. But in general, oh. Mercedes killed that role. I think I also heard K Michelle try to go for that role too. But Mercedes, naturally thick, very right. good at, at her role. Congrats to her. And that leads into the last section here. Was this a hit or miss? And then our RFB approval. I have to say, for the public, it had a rating of 7.2 out of 10 on IMBD, and it had 95% of Rotten Tomatoes. That is really good. In general, for friends and stuff, friends and family that may have watched the show, I would say they love P-Valley, are addicted, see a lot yeah. on TikTok. What would you say? I, I would say it was a good show. I think it was a hit for sure. Oh, for sure. So yeah. now that we, you already know that we think it was a hit, that gives RFB stamp of approval right there. I appreciate you all for listening today. I'm your host, Original Chris, and I have with me... Cardazzly. We appreciate you all for listening here today, and I hope y'all have a good one. It's your host, Chris, again, and I thank you for listening to our episode today. Make sure to give us a follow on the current listening platform. You can also rate the show and tap that notification bell so you can always stay in the loop whenever the next episode is posted. Don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms, and that's Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at RFEB Podcast. Appreciate it for kicking it with us, and have a good one.